It's this Saturday Coffee Clutch. Uh, welcome back. Uh, and uh, this has been a, quite a week, Heather Lofthouse. Good to be here, Bob. Um, and how's your coffee? Delicious. Not caffeinated enough. Never is. <laughs> well, uh, given the week that we just had, the, um, well, what, I mean, State of the Union. Everybody's talking about State of the Union. The yes. big surprise, obviously, at least to me, uh, was uh, Joe Biden's delivery. I know, the performance. What do you you give it? I would give it an A++. I mean, given the expectations. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he had to. I think this is probably the biggest biggest hurdle he faced uh, was the age issue. And Mm -hmm. he had to be dynamic and he had to be strong and he had to sound as if he was in charge. uh, And he did. I thought so, too. And, I mean, the retorts. I mean, the way he did the -the off-the-cuff reactions. He showed that he had a sense of humor. You know, if you are being baited, particularly by Republican right-wing crazy screamers, (laughs) what you want to do is have fun with it because it shows you, it shows everybody that you're above it. Yeah. He was calm. He was calm. He was having a good time that they were calling him liars, Mm -hmm. uh, a liar and other, and um, it didn't phase him. I know. So the performance and then the content. Let's talk a little bit about that. Some wins for workers as we see it. Anti-monopoly, antitrust, the word specifically hadn't been used in over 40 years. The first president in 40 years yeah. to use the word antitrust. I know Isn't you love that in particular. Well, I mean, <laughs> but the whole uh, content, I thought, of his talk was so much more, and I'm, I'm going to give you a word, populist. I'm, it is left-wing mm. populism, but it is it is much more uh, centered on working people, mm-hmm. uh, on people who are not college graduates, on people who have been left behind in America. And I was surprised, frankly, yeah. that he was going to go quite that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a different Democratic Party. This is certainly a different different Democratic president from the ones that I have worked with in the past, right. however good they are, Clinton and Obama. Right. They were not, you know, they brought Wall Street into the White House uh, they were very concerned about their reputation among, you know, corporate America. Uh, but Joe Biden, no, Joe Biden is willing to really go to bat, or he sounds it mm-hmm. as if he's really going to go to bat for average working people. I know. And it was convincing. I believed it. I still believe it. I still believe it, too. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, you know, he did not get done in his first two years everything he wanted to with regard to the, you know, the child uh, tax credit and uh, child care and elder care and uh, the paid sick leave. Uh, but he tried hard. He got a huge amount of, of stuff done that will translate into manufacturing jobs. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I, I think that he is probably... Well, it's too early to say whether he's going to go down in history right. in one way or another, uh, but it is surprising. Right. Especially what he's given what he's up against, yep. which is pandemics which, and Trump and anti-democracy. And a raving Democrat. I mean, a Republican Party Can that is just- Can we talk about that, unfortunately? Well, George I, Santos? I, think, I mean, where are we with all of these? Well, it's they're, they're nuts. I mean, Heather, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, sort of spoil the party here, yeah. but it is a spoiled party. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the it's not George Santos. It's 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 Lauren Boebert and it's Marjorie Taylor Greene and it's a, it's a bunch of uh, of of people who have no idea what it is to govern in this country. In fact, the contrast that the Democrats are enjoying and Joe Biden is enjoying the contrast with a bunch of crazy yellers uh, in the Republican Party with uh, you know a Democratic Party that really wants to govern and has some ideas about governing and is serious about yeah, it, doing yeah. it. 
that could not be better for the Democratic Party going into 2024. I know. They're so irrational. Now, the Oversight Committee hearings this week, in addition to the State of the Union, give us, I don't know, your two cents. Well, there were two Oversight Committee hearings already. One um, had to do with Twitter mm-hmm. uh, and I think the Republicans thought that that was kind of an easy one. They could show that Twitter was biased uh, in favor of Democrats against Republicans. Uh, but actually, what the Democrats did on the committee in full view of all of the press was to show uh, that Trump tried to tell Twitter not to carry certain stuff. Trump Trump tried to be a much more powerful uh, and intervening in social media and in the private uh, sector uh, than anybody even knew about. Right. So it kind of backfired on them. Right. And, and the other one was uh, was similar. They, you know, the uh, the attempt by the oversight committee uh, to uh, the Republican oversight committee, the second oversight committee, and this was a special oversight committee on the weaponization of government. Uh, I presume, you know, what they expected was that they were going to show how Democrats had been weaponizing government. But Jamie Raskin and other Democrats so easily kind of reshaped the committee hearing to talk about the way Trump weaponized mm-hmm. government. I mean, and it's it's just so obvious when you think about it uh, that, that Trump makes it so difficult for Republicans to taint Democrats with almost anything. Yep. I know. And the great irony is this is what Trump used to do. I know. Trump always tried to get the other side, to get the Democrats to be guilty about something Trump was guilty of. I know. I I think his star is fading, by the way. I think it is. But I mean, I pray that you're exactly right. It just goes out. Well, because, I mean, look what the um, Americans uh, for Prosperity, this is Mm -hmm. the Coke group. Yep. They came out this week and they said, no, we're not going to support Trump. This is a big, big deal because they are the, uh, if not the number, I think they are the major funding network in the Republican Party. Yep. To say that they're not going to support Trump. Yep. Uh, and then for Jack Smith, the mm-hmm. special counsel, to say that he's subpoenaing uh, Mike Pence yep. in the Trump investigation. I mean, these are uh, these are steps along the road to Trump's what demise? Right. Who are who is the Coke system going to endorse then? I think uh, it's likely to hold back and, until when? Well, until DeSantis right announces, Nikki Haley announces. I know there, that's coming several, up. Allegedly. Ted Cruz. Yeah. I mean, there are several, and of course, the, the what the Coke network wants is more tax cuts. That's right. all they ever yeah. want. Uh, but we'll see. Okay, we will see. Now, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the horrific, terrifying earthquake that happened in Turkey and Syria right on the border, 7.8 magnitude. It's horrifying to watch all of the coverage and the pictures and the numbers going up. And Heather, the, the, the deep, deep tragedy and sadness is that we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the world looks at this uh, it's very difficult to get aid to the victims. You have two governments, different governments. I mean, Turkey has its own dysfunctionality. Syria is totally dis- dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. But how do you help? How do you help these people who I are know. so desperate? I know. I mean, there are obviously organizations you can support that are often, but it's 
had the supply chain issues on the ground. I mean, you saw the traffic jams and then the hospitals are overrun and you know, and I couldn't help I couldn't help contrasting it in my mind with mm-hmm. what happens, uh, you know, in in, a, in an advanced country mm-hmm. when you have a tragedy. I mean, you have uh, huge amounts uh, of of aid mm-hmm. uh, coming uh, fairly rapidly. I mean, we do have exceptions. Particularly, we know what happens with you know hurricanes uh, that hit places like Louisiana, right, Katrina, um, but. Uh, well, you were weren't you around California in? Some... Yeah, earthquakes are terrifying. What's the biggest quake you've lived through? I haven't lived through a big quake. Really? No. I, I, mean, was I came in... out to California in two thousand four, mm-hmm. and of course, I was quaking. Right. I mean, about quakes. I thought, right. oh, you know, everybody, everybody's going to have an earthquake every minute, and there was about two days after I got here, there was a little one. Yeah. But it shook. Let's the not. Windows. We're not manifesting things, are we? No, please. No, okay, please stop don't. it. Um, I was through, I lived in, I was in high school at the end of high school for the Northridge quake of 1994, which was, I can't remember, 6.7 or something magnitude, which was big. Our chimney fell down, a bunch of stuff broke. We were privileged to be just fine, but it's very scary and school shut down and everyone kind of comes together. But in the quake um, that just happened, so the initial one was 7.8 and then there was a a number of aftershocks, but one aftershock was, I think, 7.4, four hours later. And that's when there's the kind of confluence of the pancaking, as they said. Oh, I mean, it's just the big aftershocks after the big one. Well, again, the contrast, it's not just the size of the quake. It's where the quake occurs in terms of the capacity of the public I know. Uh, and, and and public officials and public resources right. to do something about it. Um, and the, uh, you know, the, I, I don't want to manifest anything and I don't want to talk about the privileged position, you know, we are all in. Uh, but it is, um, it is just so striking uh, when you compare. Another comparison would be Ukraine. I mean, at least in Ukraine, there is... A villain, and we know pretty much what to do. And right. We are hampered, obviously, in what to do. Yeah, and people are being—you uh, know—there is mayhem. People are being killed, uh, but at least there is a system. Yeah, uh, so we can respond. Right. One thing, um, Erdogan, as we know, has been fascinating in terms of the coverage, right, and what he's allowing and not allowing. He's repressing and suppressing a lot of press coverage in Turkey. Um, you know, uh, he, Turkey, we love to think that Turkey is a democracy and Turkey is part of Europe. Uh, it is not a democracy. Erdogan has been playing footsie uh, with Putin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he has clamped down on the press. There are there really are. It is not a free country. I know. I know. OK, this is not the perfect segue, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, Elon Musk, speaking of the press, is that okay? Well, yes, I think think if you, I mean, there's sort of a transition there in terms of press. But he was in the news this week. Did you catch all that? Do you want to recap? It's kind of fun for me. I mean, why don't you give us the recap? Oh, okay, great. Oh, thanks for asking. So basically, so allegedly, he went to his top engineers, the two principal ones, and said, why am I not as popular as I once was? I don't understand. I'm not getting the impressions. I mean, I have all these followers. What is happening? And allegedly, they said, well, these are the numbers. There's nothing artificial happening. It is what it is. Here is a graph for you. You were super popular, and you ticked up at a 100, and now you're at a 9, to which he allegedly- Wait, wait, wait. 100 to 9. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the scale, but it yeah. sounds bad. But he, I don't know exactly really, what it he was, means. He was upset 
because he was losing ground in terms of the number of, of impressions that people got of him. Right. So he is, and they said, well, your popularity. Well, are we talking about Donald Trump or are we talking about Oh, I, good question. Yeah. Um, and so to, at which point he allegedly fired the person yes, who and relayed this is, that information. This is exactly what Donald Trump does right? and did. You fired the messenger. And this is what Elon Musk I know. I really think the personalities, that these two personalities in terms of the ego and the narcissism and the the kind of impulsiveness and craziness, they are very similar. I know. And all the power with all of that. Um, Okay. So this weekend, tomorrow, Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, are you making your seven layer dip? What's happening? My dip? Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm really, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I mean, I don't know really whether to support the Eagles or the Chiefs. Do you? I mean, what? what I don't have. I don't have skin in the game. But I. I mean, I'm excited that it's kind of some new, interesting people. I mean, I Philadelphia. Know. I'm sort of a Philadelphia kind of guy. Yeah, you. I mean, you and the Eagles go. But 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 you know, if we didn't have, uh, you know, football, if we didn't have this kind of venting mm-hmm. for our passions, uh, and if it all had to go into politics. And and the divisiveness, the power. I mean, this is this is a healthy divisiveness, isn't it? Yes. Sports. I mean, I we, think we so. can root for our teams, and we can get angry, and we can get excited. Yeah. And sit there with our dip. I know. I remember I had a friend in grad school who, when I was in policy school, he was studying the history of sports at UC Berkeley. I mean, I think it's important for it America, of, and it is. Course. It's a good outlet, and it's a good. I don't know what place to cheer. Speaking of sports, I survived axe throwing. I was going to ask you about You're axe ask throwing. Me. Now, um, last week, people, I mean, I can't tell you the number of people that wrote in after your- Really? Your, yes. I mean, they said, what what is Heather thinking about axe throwing? I oh, mean, but, great. I mean, I hope she's, she's oh, safe. Oh, it's very, oh, it's very, it was a controlled environment. Um, so we did glow in the dark axe throwing. It was glow pretty fun. Glow in the dark axe mm-hmm. throwing. Now, wait, the heaviest axe the was easiest. My pal Allie and I went. Um, the heaviest axe is, is the easiest to throw. She's there. We've got all our toes, Great. all the phalanges mm-hmm. still yeah. intact. Um, carpals, metacarpals. All the carpals and yeah. the, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, it was great though. But it, what's funny is there's a drop down menu when you register and it's like, do you want the additional daggers? Would you like the spade that's oh, incredibly no. sharp? Yeah. And so, and then would you like, what did it say? Targets that bleed. So I didn't opt in for all I'm not all sure this is healthy. Oh, it's great. It's great fun. It's like darts. It's so fun. And what's, and it's so satisfying when you finally, you get it and you step with, you start with the right foot because I'm right-handed and then you step with the left and you chuck it. And it's kind of like um, serving in tennis or something or a softball throw. I'm, you're sporty. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm very sporty. (laughs) And maybe, maybe this is another kind of a sport that if we all developed it, Mm -hmm. uh, we would not be as angry with each other politically and sociologically. You know, we could all, it would be a, a, a kind of a catharsis. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to look for, like sports, uh, I but do. I don't know, this kind of, yeah, with the blood, I'm not sure. Well, it's fake blood. Um, okay. Thank you for this clutch. Now, I did want to flag for people. I don't know. Great coffee today, by the way. You. I, Thank I, you. I did. I did. I brought Thank it. you. Um, so when we play our songs, there are probably some people who are new to this clutch and don't know that all of the songs we play for our theme songs and our ditties are crowdsourced. And we are so thankful to you out there who came up with some of these great songs that now so people, I, I hear people on the street. Do you? Humming. Yes, they're humming them. That is funny. Da, 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 da. 
Anyway. Uh, anyway, so uh, Heather, have a good week. Everybody out there, you have a good week. Have a safe week. Uh, and uh, good luck with the Super Bowl. Saturday coffee.